says, Michael Popak, Legal AF, the grand jury for Jack Smith is not done with its work, and he is currently presenting evidence to that grand jury about fraudulent fundraising by Donald Trump, including an aspect of the fundraising that was used to breach election equipment in at least four battleground states. You thought just Congress is coming back from summer vacation. So is Jack Smith's D.C. grand jury. They've been out for four weeks, but they're back and they're loaded for bear, apparently. And the reporting that's coming out there is that they are being presented with evidence concerning, for instance, really two streams of fraud related to fundraising. The first one involves Sidney Powell and her use of a a phony not-for-profit called Save the Republic, in which she collected money, separated uh, gullible donors from their money on a fraudulent promise that she was going to use this money related to fraud in the election, which was a lie. She then used part of the money to funnel cash to forensic uh, phony forensic companies like Cyber Ninjas to break into, to breach um, the cybersecurity of election offices around the country, including, as we already know from the indictment in Georgia, in Coffee County, Georgia, where Kathy Latham, a fake elector, let the Cyber Ninjas and Sidney Powell's people in to download election data, private, confidential election data, to use in lawsuits around the country. Put aside for a minute, they manipulated the data, didn't know how to interpret the data, and and alleged falsely that the data showed fraud. The breach itself, you you can't just show up to your local election office, knock on the door and say, hey, I'd like to download all of your election data without committing a crime. And that's exactly what they did. So we've got that one stream of fraud that's being evaluated. And Sidney Powell, of course, already indicted in uh, Fonnie Willis's Georgia case, but is an unindicted co-conspirator so far in Jack Smith's case. Recall that there is a, uh, in the one, in the case before Judge Chutkin for election interference brought by the federal special counsel, Jack Smith, you've got six unindicted co-conspirators. Sidney Powell is one of them. Ken Chesbro, indicted in Georgia, one of them. Boris Epstein, indicted in Georgia, is another one. Rudy Giuliani, indicted in Georgia is another one. You see the pattern here? Many of them are indicted in Georgia, not yet indicted, not yet indicted by Jack Smith as he continues to develop evidence. I mean, at his press conference, Jack Smith, when he announced his indictment of Donald Trump before and got Judge Chutkin assigned to the case in the District of Columbia, he said, as any good prosecutor would say, and the investigation continues. In other words, that indictment was a comma not a period. It's sort of like the walking undead going after Donald Trump, and he continues to unsuccessfully try to kill it. By the way, the walking undead Trump edition is in season three only on the Midas Touch YouTube channel. Putting aside a little levity in the morning, let's go back to the second stream of fraud and fundraising fraud that we believe the grand jury now back in session from last week, the end of last week, is looking at. That has to do with the Save America PAC, and maybe by extension, the MAGA Inc. PAC, controlled by Donald Trump, which was used, um, separated, again, gullible donors from their money under a, 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 a 
statement made, fraudulent statement made, that A, it was being used for um, the voter fraud investigation and and defense. We know that's a lie uh, because there was no voter fraud. And so we've always believed that that fundraising grift, we were surprised, legal analysts like, like me and the others on the Midas Touch Network were surprised when we saw the indictment for, for Jack Smith against Donald Trump. We weren't surprised by the surgical nature of it. We thought if he had any chance of getting a trial in a trial setting, a trial date before the election, well before the election, so that the American people can make their decision based on whether their candidate of choice has been convicted or not, it had to happen with a very tight, surgical, precise um, indictment. And then we got out of the Jack Smith oven exactly that. One defendant, six unindicted co-conspirators so far, but one defendant named Donald Trump, four conspiracies. But the missing part of the narrative of the conspiracies was anything about fundraising. And we've been reporting on Legal AF only on the Midas Touch Network for the last year and a half that we knew that there was a, at least one grand jury in the District of Columbia from a year ago two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, that was looking at the fundraising grift. Donald Trump raising on the back of a lie, the, 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 the voter fraud lie, the fake voter fraud lie, money from his uh, gullible people. The, the thing that apparently they want to connect is that to interference with the election, i.e. breaking into the election equipment in um, four battleground states we knew about Georgia, of course, and the other battleground states that now have, have become apparently uh, revealed include Pennsylvania, um, Michigan, and Arizona. But we always thought that the indictment would include him raising money for the Save America PAC, either using it to interfere with and influence and manipulate witnesses and other defendants by getting them counsel bought and paid for by the pack. We've seen that already. Stan Woodward, the lawyer at Mar-a-Lago, right? And the lawyer for Peter Navarro, um, and the lawyer for at least four witnesses at Mar-a-Lago, including one named defendant, Walt Nauda, all bought and paid for by the Save America PAC. When I'm not hosting Legal AF on the Midas Touch Network, I have a national law practice that includes daily fantasy sports clients. That's why I'm thrilled to have Prize Picks join us as a sponsor. Prize Picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they go more or less than their Prize Picks projection then you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. At Prize Picks, you aren't competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available, instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. As you know, I'm a slightly competitive person by nature. And combining my competitiveness with an easily accessible daily fantasy sports game? Well, that's the icing on the proverbial cake. With the Major League Baseball season about to head into playoff season and the football season, both college and pro, getting going, I can put my skill-based knowledge to the test with daily entries with truly incredible winnings. So you know, Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and many more. 
Prize Picks is currently operational in over 30 states and Canada, not Ontario. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to PrizePicks.com/legalaf and use code legalaf for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. That's PrizePicks.com/legalaf and use code legalaf for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Daily fantasy sports made easy. And if we've learned one thing from Donald Trump's use of his money or other people's money and small donor money to pay for legal fees for somebody else, it comes with a severe and possibly conspiratorial price tag. You, if you're going to take the lawyer and have it paid for by Donald Trump, that lawyer is really going to be um, responsive to Donald Trump and not to you. We know that in at least two circumstances that have already been revealed, one by Jack Smith and one by the Jan 6 committee. In the Jan 6 committee, Cassidy Hutchinson, the right-hand person to Mark Meadows, who ended up giving all of that devastating and riveting, courageous testimony to the Jan 6 committee about what she observed as a fly on the wall with Mark Meadows and and Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump and the Secret Service all leading up to Jan 6 and on Jan 6 and beyond. We wouldn't have gotten that testimony if she stayed with her original attorney because her original attorney was bought and paid for by the Save America PAC and Donald Trump. And she testified that she was told by that lawyer to not remember certain things that she told him that she remembered. And so she switched to another lawyer, a well-known, respected ethical lawyer named Jody Hunt in the District of Columbia. And then she began cooperating with the Jan 6 Committee. She cooperates with the, she cooperates with Fonnie Willis's investigation, and that's why Mark Meadows, I believe, has been indicted uh, there, and is cooperating with Jack Smith's um, prosecutorial team. The second example of bought and paid for lawyering and why this could be the heart of the new grand jury investigation just happened recently, very recently, down in the Southern District of Florida with Judge Cannon in the Mar-a-Lago investigation and prosecution. There, Yasil Tavares, Yasil Tavares, the IT head for Mar-a-Lago and things related to, related to the Trump Organization, for the longest time was represented by Stan Woodward. And while he was being represented by Stan Woodward, he effectively effectively perjured himself in front of a DC grand jury about his role in a conspiracy to delete, at least delete the server data about video recordings at Mar-a-Lago of Yusil Tavares, uh, uh, Carlos D. Oliveira, the maintenance worker, and Walt Nauta trying to figure out how to stab, kill, murder, drown, and hang the, the computer servers so that the, the footage of them in the basement and the lurking around Mar-a-Lago trying to uh, hide boxes from federal officials uh, would be lost. And he finally... Uh, when he had uh, Stan Woodward as his lawyer, he refused to cooperate. And then the government sent Yusil Tavares a target letter, and then Yusil Tavares and said, we're going to indict you after the Mar-a-Lago indictment had already come out. And he said, oh, 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 I got something to say. Judge in D.C. made him get his own independent counsel, a, a, a federal public defender. And after he got the federal public defender, he fired Stan Woodward, started cooperating with the government, recanted his testimony and told the truth and cooperated. And that's why we got the second 
indictment or the superseding indictment at Mar-a-Lago. So this whole use of Trump funds, really use of your funds if you're a donor, to manipulate witnesses, we also thought would end up in the indictment in front of Judge Chutkin in D.C., and it didn't. But now it really can. As we've always said in managing expectations, expect a second shoe to drop in D.C. against Donald Trump. Expect an, a superseding indictment the way they did a superseding indictment at Mar-a-Lago and added, in addition to Trump and Nauda, um, Carlos de Oliveira and a whole new set of allegations about uh, trying to destroy evidence. I think we're going to see the same thing here. And that grand jury back in session, working with Jack Smith's team to evaluate evidence and testimony to render indictment, I think we're going to get an indictment very soon. There is a cutoff for this grand jury. It is the 15th of September, but it can be extended by a request to Jack Smith, to the um, chief judge of the D.C. Circuit, who is uh, Jeb Boesberg, and I'm, that will likely be granted. So I, I'm, I don't think there's like, well, we better hurry up, right? We only got four more days, you know, like the rest of this week, and the grand jury's got to go out of business sale. I think that grand jury will be extended for, a, for a, at least another three to six months. But soon we'll see, I believe, a superseding indictment. If you want to know about developments about that grand jury, you're in the right place. The Midas Touch YouTube channel. Free subscribe and help them get to 2 million. It really helps. If you like what I'm doing here, help with my ratings. <laughs> Keep me on the air by giving me a thumbs up and leaving a positive comment. Um, and I've been known to jump on and, and comment back. We can open up a dialogue together. On Wednesdays and Saturdays, if you like hot takes, you're going to love the podcast that I co-anchor. Wednesdays with Karen Friedman, Ignifilo, former prosecutor. Saturdays with one of the founders of the Midas Touch Network, Ben Micellis. It's called Legal AF. Yeah, it's what you think. And we do analysis just like this one, but it's two people talking to each other and sharing their opinions coming from a place of authenticity, a place of knowledge, and a place of, you know, like 75 years combined litigation experience in courtrooms all around the country, just like this one. If you like what I'm doing, I'm Michael Popak. You can follow me on social media at MS Popak until my next hot take. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.